Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of No Doubter. I'm your host, Barrett Boombostic, joined as always by my co-host, Travis T-Bone Lawfully. And this time is a very special edition of No Doubter because the Astros fans are taking over the pod. It was only a matter of time. I am an Astros fan. It had to happen. And baseball is not happening, but we can still talk about the villains of baseball. The villains who get all the hate and yet somehow shut those haters up by hitting a homer in their face. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the dynamic duo of the number one Astros podcast in all the land, Locked On Astros, please welcome Eric, the man, Heisman, and Brett, H-Tow, Wheelhouse, Chansey, gentlemen. Thank you all so much for taking the time this evening to join us. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having us. And you can find me at Eric Talkstros on Twitter, and you can find the show at Locked On Astros. Yeah, thank you. I'm H Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on at H Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and Instagram at, at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're always positive, always Stros. We're your team every day. There you go. Uh, you know, you're not we the Astros might not be America's team, but but we're your team. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, America yeah. actually hates us, by the way. <laughs> hey man, it, it, it fuels us, right? <laughs> so, right H Town versus everyone. It's the Yankees and then the Astros, pretty much. <laughs> I think everybody still hates the Yankees as much. Um, but and you we'll know, see. it's just injecting here is the the resident rangers fan you know like we are Ooh. we are the texas rangers we are not the dallas rangers we are not the fort worth rangers the dfw yeah. rangers arlington rangers the any Oklahoma? of that sort of nonsense we are the texas <laughs> rangers so we are we are texas baseball team you're just absolved so in an entire state so if you get crap then it's just like no one's going to crap on the state of tech the country of texas that's <laughs> right. right that's right the, the republic of texas, of texas. No. yeah <laughs> these cut co these colors do not run here in the lone star state well, you know, well, you know what the best thing coming out of the Dallas Fort Worth area is, right? Wait, I, you, you tell me. <laughs> it's it's I forty five South. That uh, takes you straight to Houston. Each town. <laughs> Actually, the best thing about the Dallas Fort Worth area, it's not Oklahoma, and there I rest. There you go. I'm 30 minutes from the Oklahoma border, so I probably need to move back to Houston. Don't okay. I mean, getting a little you know, uncomfortably close there to uh, Texas's hat. There's something in the air up here. I swear. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, just jumping right in. You know, I'm a guy of nicknames. I love my nicknames. Y'all have nicknames. Y'all are so nice that you're named thrice. So I, 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 I gotta get. The, the backstory to y'all's nicknames if y'all do not mind eric the man there are a lot of men out there but you're the man how did that come about i have no idea it was not me it was um i i think the voice guy came up with it and he was like uh it's eric the man heisman and i'm like what's the heck and it's because my name is heisman so the man so I think that's where Brett came up with that. Is that right, Brett? Yeah. So the funny thing is, Eric actually hated it when he first heard it. <laughs> he was like, why did you, why am I called the man Heisman? Like, so Eric's Eric's not like me. Eric, I'm like, hey, I'm Brett H. Town Wheelhouse Chansey. Like, like Ooh. I even I even I even got my face cartooned. I've got a shirt with my face on it. It's locked oh, on yeah. podcast. But you know, Eric, Eric's more of the humble part of the show. He's he, you know, he's He's still a man of the people, but 
I told because Trey said, is there is there a name for Eric? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. And I, I think the conversation went like Eric, the man Heisman. And then like he so he said it. And I was like, dude, this sounds really good. The yeah. guy that do, the guy that does our voiceover is a guy on he's on Twitter. He, he goes by Columbus Trey. He's an aspiring African-American film artist, young guy. He's a voice actor. He actually had a part in the movie in the movie Clifford. Um, he does work. He does work on the show Below Deck. He's got some other things that are coming up, and he did it for us for free. And if you must know, the Locked On Podcast Network basically made everybody go to the same like voice intro. And I petitioned our CEO and said, look, we got this young uh, up-and-coming filmmaker. He did our voiceover. I really don't want to lose this because people know it by our show. And he did it for us without charging us. And as an ode to him, I'd like to keep it. And we were the only ones allowed to keep our original intro. Dude. Yeah. Cause I, I've listened to lo- other locked on podcasts and the intros are, no- it is a noticeably different intro. I've heard locked on Rangers, locked on stars, all that stuff. So that's, co- that's a cool little inside story to, you know, how you're, how you're able to get into that. And we'll get into the locked on uh, Astros later, but Brett H town wheelhouse, where did that come about? So when I when I first decided that I was going to have a presence on Twitter before I even started podcasting, before I think even probably before um, Eric may have been doing Talking Strohs. And, and when Eric was doing that, I actually didn't even know him then. Mm. But I, when when I wanted to make my presence known on Twitter, um, I, I wanted something that that encapsulated me. I wanted to be the first whatever. So I was like, well, I like H-Town. but like wheelhouse has been always my favorite phrase. Like I'll tell people that's in my wheelhouse. And and so why do I teach Texas history? It's in my wheelhouse. Why do I love baseball? Because it's my wheelhouse. And so it just kind of became something that stuck and I just rode with it. There you go. Self and, uh, you know, a self-appointed nickname. It's, it's got a nice ring to it. It is truly one of a kind. So, and the man, I mean, gotta love it, man. <laughs> hey, you know, you might not, you may not, you might not like it, but you know he doesn't know. But coming twenty twenty two, Eric will have a shirt. I promise you that. Oh, I'll make sure of it. Oh, <laughs> look man. at his look at his face. <laughs> uh, My girlfriend would totally buy it. I, sad thing. He doesn't need a shirt with his face. I need to like a full on towel with his face on it, or like, oh, like or like a flag, like like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are doing like an in-person episode somewhere at like like a bar or restaurant, and you've just got like a flag of Eric's face draped over the front of the table right there. It's not even we'll the Lockdown Astros uh, logo. Like, it's just Eric's face. That, like he did one time where he did like a star with our look face cutouts, and it, and I'm like, take that down, please. Take that down. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric hates it when I promote us in the ways that I only I can see the promotion going. Um, but you know, the thing is that's what that's what makes what we do so fun is yeah. is because we agree on a lot of stuff, but we disagree too. Mm-hmm. And I think I think yeah. I think Eric Eric would uh, Eric would attest to that. I mean, um, sometimes just the words that come out of my mouth, Eric's probably thinking in his head, oh my gosh, not again, you know, <laughs> but he does a good job of not like beating me down too much because, you know, it, it takes a team like you guys know, it takes each other's, mm-hmm. um, just what you bring to the table and stuff. So I, I've just been thankful. I mean, I'm, I'm here because Eric asked me to join the show. And so that's, 
I'm always oh, yeah. there's not a day that goes by that I'm not thankful that you know he's brought me on and we we become such good friends yep. even off the mic. And I and I am here and no doubter because Boom reached out to me almost a year ago, late there late February go. 2022, one Friday evening. I get a uh, we went to college <laughs> together, had friend groups that uh, ran close to each other, and hadn't heard from this guy in years. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> shoots me a text one uh, one cold Friday evening uh, last February. Uh, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm looking at starting a podcast here. This is kind of idea behind it. I want to hop on a call and talk it through. Uh, thought about it and jumped on, and the rest is history. There you go. That's all it takes. Uh, Brett's uh, you're probably the voice of Lockdown Astros, but Eric, you're the face of it. So those flags and those towels, they, <laughs> they're going to be made, you know, it, it, it's the goatee man, you know? Well, 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 you know, and I would say this, I would, I would actually say that Eric is the voice. And the reason why I say that is because oh, yeah. he did this about a year, year and a half before I Ooh. came on. Yes. And, you know, Eric, really, I mean, yeah, he is. I mean, he, experience a show as a solo host and and i remember eric and and you can kind of share this portion of it when you came to me you were just like dude this i mean this is tough i mean we're both we're both married we both have kids i mean I was, it was just 15 minutes at that time and I, I was struggling to do a 15 minute podcast by myself and so yeah so i mean you know he brought me on and i i guess kind of the rest is history huh eric i had helped him a couple times when he was doing talking strows um, when, when they were with the, um, on the uh, internet station, I can't remember the call letters. You ought to, um, the real, I forgot the call yeah. letters too, but they were also on sports talk 790, uh, during the 2017 season. And I was told Chris Gordy, I'm like, well, the one time they won the world series was when we were on sports talk 790 correlation, which <laughs> just saying, <laughs> there you go. They haven't Man. won since. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and switch game plan here. And, you know, because uh, I mean, y'all are talking about it, so we might as well get into it. So, I mean, Eric, you were the first host when this show debuted in March of 2019, at least you might not remember it, but you go back episode one, March of 2019. So, but uh, Brett's brought up that you were doing this thing called talk and strows before then Uh, kind of, you know, elaborate on, the the what you were doing before locked on and how you got involved with the network well i was i was writing for fan sided uh i just i kind of started writing just because i was uh, bored and i wanted work on my writing uh style just for work and so i liked the astros and my wife at the time did not uh, want me to talk about the Astros a lot. So I just decided to, um, to write about it. And so I I wrote, uh, like, I think it was close when I first started, it was like 30 articles a month. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. then they lowered the standards. It was like 25 (laughs) articles a month. Then they're like, yeah, that's still too much. And it went down 20, but, uh, but it was just, um, but eventually I kind of got out of that, but some guy reached out to me and said, Hey, I have an internet radio station. Do you want to do a, a weekly talk show? And I'm like, sure. And I had another talk uh, and, uh, I had a co-host. I'm not gonna say his name, but it was a big time. You would probably know who this person is, okay. but we had planned on doing it and then he couldn't do it at the last minute. So I reached mm. out to one of my friends, Brandon, uh, Del Castillo, the baseball lawyer. And so he, he did it and we, and we took it all the way from a, just a show that nobody knew about. We had Alex Bregman on, we had Lance McCullers on, we had Billy Wagner, we had a whole bunch of people. We even had AJ Hinch on one time. 
And so we had a whole bunch of players on and we took it all the way up to Sports Talk 790. We're on wow. every Sunday um, after then during the playoffs, we were the post post game show. So wow. after um, after what's his face? Um, Michael Connor. Michael Connor. Yeah, we would mm-hmm. come on after. So we got the drunk, drunk callers, but we're still <laughs> we're still on there. But um, the, uh, the, the so. message board geniuses uh, yeah. in real life. Of, uh, <laughs> of radio. Yeah, I, I have to tell you one uh, phone call we got off air. I'm not going to tell it on air, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but basically from there, I start I was trying to work with uh, somebody on another radio station that didn't work out. And I was kind of frustrated, but um, then uh, Locked On Ash- Locked On Podcast Network came up to me and was like, "Hey, we're looking for somebody to do Locked On Astros." And mm-hmm. at first, I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be another thing that's gonna be not really take off." And then, but then I saw Ben DeBose has been doing Locked On Rockets for a while, and he got pretty popular with that, and it was a, had a big following. So I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, sure, let me try it, and then. It's like a daily podcast, 15 minutes a day. And at the time I was a perfectionist. I'm like re-record it. My promo took the 30 second promo took me eight hours to do because I was just like, no, I keep on messing up. I keep on messing up. But, um, so at that time I was like, really like every time I said, um, I would go back and delete and everything. But over time I kind of got over that little issue, but uh, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, I mean, it, it got, it was a slow start, but, um, it went from slowly from like hundred people listening a, a, in a month to, it, it just started ex- exponentially growing. And then at some point I'm like, you know what, this is a lot. Um, I'm going through some issues and I need, I need somebody to kind of help uh, the load and work and personal life. So I'm like, um, so I'm like, uh, Hey Brett, um, you've, you've helped me a little bit. So you interested in this? I don't, just make sure this is a big commitment five oh, days yeah. a week for, yeah. um, and so, um, Brett was like, sure. It was almost like when, when Eric asked me, and I think you'd agree with this, it was almost like he asked me, but he immediately tried to talk me out of it because he was like, this is a serious commitment. And he's like, now, are you sure that you want to do this? It is five days a week during the season. And so we're like, okay. Um, I said, dude, I'm game. And I guess I think, I think deep down inside, I've always wanted to do something with either sports broadcasting or with, you know, being on air, doing something, um, you know, growing up as a kid, I stuttered really, really bad and probably mm-hmm. starting in first, second grade. Um, I stuttered so bad that me and one other kid were um in the school we were in our own class because our speech was so bad and my friend actually i can say his name marcus bass is now owns his own barber shop he's very successful entrepreneur just doing great and so marcus big uh, you know shout out to him you know there in deep houston but i never thought that i would ever do anything speaking wise um around my junior year i was actually called to the ministry so i was a youth pastor for almost 20 years before i became a teacher and that's what i do now and it was it was like when I was called to the ministry, it was like my stutter kind of left me. I don't know. I don't know if God took it from me or, wow, or I just worked through it. And at the end of the day, now I tell people when they say you talk too much, I say, but I'm still making up for all the words I missed out on when I was a kid. There were a lot of words I missed out on. <laughs> there and you go. So when Eric asked me, I was like, oh, heck yeah, I'll do it. But let me tell you, the learning curve was steeper than I thought. 
And I've learned a lot from Eric. And that's one of the things I appreciate with Eric is his patience with me is, Mm. is, is he, he knows the ins and the outs of the recording and he's not like, dude, that's the first I've heard. I didn't know you spent that much time. Now we used to spend a whole lot more time um, Mm. editing, but when Eric brought me in, I feel like our chemistry naturally just seemed to work. Both of our sons were, were like really good friends, still are from school. And so that kind of made it kind of a natural progression. And we literally lived like, and we still live like minutes from each other. So it's not an inconvenience. And I started recording just his at his house. And then I got some like dinky $25 mic from Amazon, which was really crappy. And it wasn't until it wasn't until last year that I really upgraded and got some real equipment. Um, but it it was a grind. And I, dude, I remember the first time, Eric, you had me do shows and you were out of town. And I was mm. literally, I don't know if I told you this, I was perspiring as I was recording the podcast because I was like, I'm going to uh, screw man. this up. And, <laughs> oh, man. you know, but, but what's cool is over the years, we've been able to make a lot of contacts. You know, I think one of my first interviews before I even, before I even hit locked on Astros, um, I actually interviewed a uh, you know, John Boy. I interviewed, um, Ooh, nice. jo- you know, Josh Rojas, some guys like that, and and then Eric, you know, he you know he brings all his contacts. So we bring the ability to where we know people from our past. We know we have connections with players, and it's really kind of like being in sales. I mean, there's 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 a lot of I wouldn't say rejection, but there's a lot of yeah, we'll do it, but they don't commit. And you just have to fight through that because sometimes it gets discouraging. But getting mm. Lance McCullers on is from that connection Eric had. And we've been working. We just had um, on the on the night we're recording right now, we just had Jimmy Endersby on mm. one of the farm hands. And um, Hunter Brown, who I contacted today, he reached out to me because he saw we were having Jimmy on. He came in and asked a question while we were on the show. And yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy and Hunter are like best friends. And so nice. um, when you start getting known and when people start being able to trust you as a podcast, it really helps validate what you do because Eric and I put a ton of time and effort into this and oh, we're, yeah. bo- and we're both, we're both critical of each other. We both tell each other where we think, you know, I need to work on this. You need to work on that. And sometimes when he says it to me and sometimes when I say it to him, it's like, Oh, like you don't want to hear it. It's almost like sandpaper. But, you know, as iron sharpens iron and and that's just how we roll. We, we do it for the betterment of the show. Um, and I think what we have is is just something special here at Locked on Astros. Oh, man, so, so much to unpack there. So, you know, Brett, you know, you had a stutter just like Astros former George Springer, man. So, you know, striving, uh, striving through the difficulties, coming out on the better end and look where you are. Look where you're at now. I mean, that's awesome. So being a part of a podcast network, like we're we're an independent podcast. So we know we're just, you know, cranking it out. Uh, not a part we, we of got nobody telling us what to do. No, uh, <laughs> no bosses, no expectations, anything like that. Uh, other than yeah. our, which, own, which, which that, which that can be a convenience at times. I mean, that can, that can actually, you can work that to your advantage for sure. Uh, yeah, but you know, all the ads, the non-existent ads, they're not there, you know, so I don't know pros and cons, but I mean, the lot on network is so formidable. I mean, uh, how do y'all have a fair amount of creative control with with what you're able to do on any given episode? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, uh, we have they get on to us if we go too long. Uh, 
Like, if, oh, uh, like uh, it's supposed to be a certain amount of time. And if we uh, go, uh, if it go too long, but for the most part, they give us advice, especially on the YouTube part, they would like us to do certain things. And uh, so since uh, we were kind of one of the first um, people, the, the M MLB teams on YouTube. Um, so, right. and nice. uh, I think we we're one of the first five or six shows we were on youtube nice. so we're kind of one and i just kind of just was like hey let's try this restream app and uh we started doing it and people started watching and then um one uh, one episode just kind of took off a thousand people watched it and i sent it to our um our boss then that boss sent it to his boss and then we got a message that said, hey, great job, but um, let's slow down and let's make you look professional. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was, you know, that was awesome. We got a call from David Locke. So David Locke's a CEO, and um, I'll give you a little bit of background on Locked On. David Lockham just actually recorded, I believe, his 1,000th or 900th, like, radio recording. He's the voice of the Utah Jazz. And oh, wow. um, he has created this monster network, 200 channels. We were purchased uh -huh. by Tegna back last year. And so with that purchase of Tegna came the launching of the YouTube channels. And Eric literally had the idea, let's do this restream thing. Let's put it on YouTube. We took a, we took a YouTube channel that one of our family members had. We went ahead and used that. And then David Locke <laughs> literally said, hey, you guys are doing great, but like literally slow down. And I was like, oh no, what do we do wrong? He goes, no, no. He's like, you're not doing anything wrong. He goes, you need to get branded. We need to brand you. We need to make, we need you to pull off doing the live stuff. Um, do your audio. Let us get this template built for you. Let us give you the intro. So that way, mm -hmm. when you go on, we're presenting a professional mm. presentation so that you guys look good yeah. so that we look good. And I was like, dude, Eric, that was genius. Like, you know, and it all came from that idea. Had Eric not said that, I mean, that literally helped us to be, we were the first MLB team with a YouTube channel. And um, we actually, we cracked that shell. And at the end of the day, it has paid dividends for us. I mean, our growth as a podcast, our growth in downloads has gone through the roof. I mean, it is it is insane how much we've increased over over just from last year to this year last year we broke our previous record from the previous year that was a shortened season yeah. but had eric not initially said let's do this restream we probably have been fourth or fifth or sixth but it, dude it launched us i mean we're constantly in the top 10 of our network for mlb um there you go you know but what's cool about locked on is no matter who you are no matter what show you're with they offer training now they have video training. They they train you on doing intros. They have times where they set up um, where you can meet with our content guys. We now have a we now have a locked on now basically where it's like locked on today. And if the mm -hmm. Astros are the key story, Peter Bukowski will reach out to Eric or myself. Hey, can you come on and talk about that Jose Altuve walk off win against the New York Yankees or? you know, and then that gets our name out there. And so we have this perpetual machine that's pumping out our content to markets outside of Houston. And that is a huge advantage. We don't take that for granted at all. Oh man. Yeah. That's all. It's all about the network, baby. Uh, man, that's awesome. Just being able to have, you know, those resources there. I mean, 
that that's a really cool story. And so, um, you you were talking earlier, Eric. You said you brought Brett on. How did y'all two meet? Um, we've met like at my. He was actually at my house for a birthday party <laughs> one time, and I'm, I probably <laughs> said hi. people's houses. Yeah, I probably I probably said hi to him, and I probably didn't know who he was. But we actually really met at Academy. Uh, for at, after the World Series, like um, my friend, uh, our, our mutual friend Brad was there, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, Brad, let me cut," and he's like, "Okay, I'm up here with my friend um, Brett," and so I went up there, and so what was fun was um, Brad left, and then I think Brett in, ended up leaving because he had to go to work the next day. I had already taken the day off because I didn't know if I had to go to Sports Talk 790 next day. And do a show, so I had already taken the day off because I figured that they were going to win a World Series. So I was the only one up there. So I, I basically cut in front of hundreds of people, just um, <laughs> myself. So, but that's that's kind of how we met. And he, uh, Brett, was like, "Hey, yeah, I, Brad tells me you do a podcast. So anytime you want me to join, I'll come join." So I had him on because I think uh, my co-host um, Talking Strohs was sick and. So I said, hey, do uh, you want to come join? And he said, sure. I, I live right down the street. So he came over and d- we did the show. And I'm like, he's got an interesting voice. So uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I think when I when I look back on it, I think that was his his way of like seeing um, like when when he got got to locked on saying, OK, well, you know, I had this guy on. I know, you know, who has who's got time and stuff because you know, Eric had worked with, you know, Brandon and Brandon does like so many other things. And since we were so close to each other, since we had that connection, um, it just, it just seemed like a natural fit. But I remember the first time and I can't recall the player, but there was, there was a Corpus Christi hooks player that we interviewed, or was it a guy that was just drafted? Was it, it, it wasn't Ronnie Dawson, was it? Um, it was an outfielder. I don't know Dawson. It may have been Dawson, but I know I interviewed him with um, Brandon. But it may have been, and we may have Dawson on with maybe maybe it was Dawson. And I was so stoked that we had, like, I was talking to a minor leaguer. I went home and told my wife, I just got off the phone or off this podcast, and I talked to like this minor league player, and it was so awesome. Like, I turned into this like fourteen year old Brett all of a sudden. It was so cool, and so to see where that started and where it's come and where, you know, players are willing to trust us. And I just, you know, sometimes you ask a question and they respond. A lot of times you ask questions and they don't respond because they're major leaguers. They've got lives. They've got a lot of people wanting their time. And so you learn to not feel the rejection that because they're not rejecting you, they just, they have to pick and choose what they're going to do and who they're going to talk to. And so it's been really cool. We've got some things. I don't want to really say exactly what it is, but we got some new aspects of the show that right now I'm working, working diligently behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a great idea. Something we're going to be doing that no other um, podcast is doing right now. So that's going to be cool. So 2022 is going to be a big year for us. Um, we did actually secure a spot with the, with the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Um, to do a live podcast, we actually got a radio room reserved for us in the press box so nice. we could do a live recording from there. We built such a solid relationship with them that you know they just learned to trust you and they'll 
they'll give you the moon. I mean, I mean, they're oh, yeah. great guys. Ryan Posner, um, Kevin Zlotnick, one of the one of the uh, minority owners of Sugarland, is now um, a friend of mine, and so I talked to both of them, and they, you know, they hooked us up. There you go, uh, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Some people also know them as the Gangsters of Love, but that is right, <laughs> exactly. That concludes part one of our interview with Eric Heisman and Brett Chancy. Tune in tomorrow for part two, where the Locked On Astros duo takes a trip down memory lane to tell of how they first became baseball fans, their favorite Astros players growing up, and favorite Astros games that they attended. And we end off looking forward about the state of the Astros and MLB as a whole. If you haven't already, please subscribe to No Doubter wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss out on tomorrow's episode or the many more episodes that are still to come. Until then, we hope you all have a great rest of your day. See you all tomorrow. This episode of No Doubter was produced by Eric Bostick and Travis Lockley and edited by Travis Bostick. Our logo was designed by Lindsay Silvick. 